Morning, team. You've never seen Christo move so fast out this building. He has his travelling clothes on for that read, sparkly T-shirt and all the rest of it. And he's... Stra- what time is his flight, then? It must, is it one of these early morning things? It must be... I don't know. I didn't... must be eight. Oh, by that time, you'd be falling asleep at the airport, wouldn't you? You'd be sitting there thinking, I'll have some breakfast. You've got to stay awake till you get to the plane bit. If you just finished doing an overnight here, I'd be sort of happy to put my feet up on a couch. Say, I'll just close my eyes for ten minutes. And then out you go. Disgraced your designer, John Galliano, his vile anti-Jewish and racist rants, and he gets fined a euro to each of his three victims. One euro. He was actually fined 5,000-odd pounds. He's worth 20 million, and they fined him 5,000, suspended. And all he had to do was pay a euro to them. You vile piece of work. I hope Dior don't take him back. I really hope they don't take him back. I mean, that's just absolutely appalling. What sort of court... You know, for a vile anti-Semitic comment, sitting in a, in a cafe. Apparently, he didn't remember anything about it, and so he was fined the equivalent, in English money, two quid. I mean, it's just wrong, isn't it? Absolutely wrong. Uh, other stories of the papers today. Apparently, they've uh, they found... Um, um, they found the winner of Big Brother, which was good, and it turned out to be Paddy Doherty. From, seriously... Seriously. I mean, you couldn't make it up, could you? The man who you couldn't understand a word he was saying half the time. They started putting subtitles up, and then they even gave up with the subtitles. Uh, Kerry Coctona managed to scrape into second place. Jedward, the strange boys, uh, managed to scrape into third. And poor old Amy Childs. Oh, dear. You got way left behind, love, didn't you? Way left behind. Fourth. Fourth. God, blimey, I'd give up now. There is no career. There is no career. And then I watched Keith Lemon this morning with a very rude, whatever it's, celebrity juice. And he had Alex Reed on, proving for all, you know, to all intents and purposes, the man's as thick as a brush. I mean, you've never said... He looks a bit Neanderthal. He's not even attractive. You know, you could understand it if it was somebody attractive with some talent. And Keith Lemon went, oh, so is, is the relationship with you and Chantel real? Yet we're really in love. I thought, I must think we're stupid and fell out of trees. Which is ridiculous. Um, tum, 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 tum. Oh, interestingly enough, gypsies living illegally on the infamous site called yesterday for their imminent eviction to be halted after claiming they found an alternative venue in the area. Fifty families have got uh, ten days, but they've said, um, can, we, can we halt the thing because we think we found somewhere else to move to? Now, whether or not this is just telling lies, I don't know. We'll have to wait and find out. Council leader Tony Ball says, the legal process has been exhausted. We have a duty to uphold the law. As I said before, I couldn't get us who it was on there. Could be a pack of pygmies living there, you know, and <laughs> shooting people with poison darts. It's, you know, you can't live there. End of story. Frankie Boyle, rude as ever, talks about Katie Price's boyfriend, Leandro Penner. This is the, the so funny relationship, you know. She, for his birthday, she gets him a pink limousine because she likes pink. As usual, you know, she's making the man look like a complete and utter idiot, I'm afraid. But uh, his uh, family had cash pickpocketed while sightseeing in London. How much cash do you think they had pickpocketed? You know, most of us might have on us, I don't know, her next door, probably £13, you know, me, a little bit more. 10,000 quid they had pickpocketed, you stupid family. How's he going out with £10,000 in cash? Has somebody nicked it? Good, good. I mean, you have to be pretty dumb to walk out with that much money. Must check my wallet again, just to make sure I haven't got £10,000. But uh, they say here they're devastated as they needed that money to pay the ransom for their son. That's what he says here, because he thinks that she's holding him hostage. Every time Jordan has S-E-X, she must think men can't get enough of her body as they run their hands all over her. What she fails to understand, says Frankie Boyle, is that it's just a reflex action, and they're simply looking for the nozzle to deflate her. (laughs) 
four old has been Jordan. Never mind. She's got a calendar out now. But mind you, everybody's got calendars out. Might bring one out myself, I think. Um, should there be a quota of black football managers in football? No, says Neil Warnock. Yes, says Leroy Rosinor. You make it colder in here. It's a bit. It's a bit warm. Do you think? It's got on the it, sun. That's why. It's on the sun. Not yeah. surprised. Good grief. Sitting here. No, you could do this yourself. You I don't do. understand how it works, dear. I mean, listen, it's easier because you're girly. You do washing up and cleaning. We'll plug the Hoover in in a minute. And uh, <laughs> I can't do it. I look at it every day and I think, which blasted. Can you forward an email yet? No, not really. No, no. I mean, I, I say yes, but in fact, I can't. I'm, occasionally, I strike lucky. Occasionally, but then nine out of ten times, I can't do it. I don't know why. <laughs> I've tried, and people say, oh, you hit this and a name drop. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you hit forward. It's, yeah, it's... Yeah, like, it's... Yeah, but listen, there's no point at my time of life learning something that you do all right, you know. <laughs> it's easier just to say, can you forward this on? I won't always be there to help you, Steve. Oh, yes, you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> I've had a word with the management. <laughs> there's no chance of you going anywhere. Uh, anyway, now, tomorrow, it's Noreen's birthday... Of course, I, I, I decided to send a card today as well, because I thought, if you have two cards, that's quite nice, isn't it, for your birthday? And so I sent her a card this morning. She's up already, poor soul, in anticipation of the, uh, of the birthday for tomorrow, because we're not here tomorrow. So that's why we've, uh, we've sort of sent one today. So I, I did say on the second one, you get two cards for your birthday, which is quite nice. John Warrington... We'll, uh, we'll attempt to find the studio later on. That'll be funny. I sent him a text yesterday saying, you do know it's the back of the building you have to come into now and we have to we, it's so complicated because they had a huge reception and now they're in a, they're in a small reception and during the daytime there's three of them behind there and it's really crowded they're really getting to know each other very well at the moment on reception but when it's all finished at christmas it's going to look fantastic we can have apparently a spiral staircase and uh, there's going to be a coffee bar and fantastic stuff like that Imran's going to be making, you know, lattes when we come in in the morning, and Gary and Oz will be saying, they're going, what, what would you like, Steve? I'll go, I'll have two slices of toast. No, nope, won't have toast. I'm not having bread. Instead, I'll have some, some, some lightly buttered scrambled egg and bacon and, um, and a cappuccino. It'll be very nice. And they'll be making that for us. Not. Yeah, bring it to the studio. Can you imagine? I think we should have a trolley. I'm sure I remember somewhere, and it might even have been here, that a trolley came round with... There is a trolley. About 11... I thought so. In the back of my mind, they ring a bell. I thought in the back of my mind, I remember seeing a trolley coming round with food on. I remember that very well. Oh, I'll tell you what I, I have remembered, because this morning, as it's, uh, as it's the 9th of September, we thought we'd have a quickie. You and me and the gatepost. It's an iPad 2 and the leather smart cover, because it's our how low competition. And I know that you're going, oh, barely awake, barely awake. But uh, this one is lovely. It's, somebody's going to get their hands on it at the end of the programme. I'd love it to be you. It's thinner, lighter design. This is second-generation iPad. If you've never seen one, just go on to the internet and check it out, because it's really lovely. I mean, it's, this, this could transform your life, because you can go onto the internet, you can do gameplay, you can do everything, absolutely everything. HD videos, two cameras this has got, one at the front and one at the back, so you can talk face-to-face -face with a friend, take photos and record your own HD movies. We're also going to include a leather-smart cover, which just folds over the front, and uh, that will not only protect the iPad, but it turns it on and off, because uh, it's got two magnets on the covers. You, you can never sort of ruin it. And then you fold it under itself, and it becomes a stand. So you can either, so you can, you know, lead, it's at, at an angle, so it's much easier, much, much easier. Now, the person with the lowest unique bid will win... 
the lowest bid in pence that nobody else makes. Hammer comes down at 7am. You'll remember that last week it was at 12 minutes past seven that the winning bid was made by a lovely lady in Crawley. So she got in and she did 12 pence and she got one for 12 pence. Now, I'm not saying this one is going to go for the same price, but they go low. The person with the lowest unique bid will win. Lowest bid in pence that nobody else makes. Hammer's going to come down at 7am this morning. To play this one, you send a text. And you text LBC, just the letters, and then your sum of pence. If you think it's going to go for 23 pence, you text LBC, 23, and send that to treble eight two one. If you want to bid, say, 99, you text LBC 99 in a text, and send it to treble eight two one. The competition finishes at 7am this morning. You must be over 16. Entries are limited and cost £1.50 plus your standard network rate. Go to lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions. Good luck, London and elsewhere. See, Noreen says, thank you for my lovely card. It's smashing. It's, it's called the Day Early card. I like the Day Early card. I think that is quite a good idea. Uh, 84850. Um, can you bang on the door... Before we, and ask them to upload yesterday's podcast, says Lee. I think it's there. They're always there. Yeah, it's there. It's it's definitely there. You see, the trouble is sometimes you need to refresh your computers uh, because um, I can always tell when it's not there because there'll be hundreds of people writing and going, I can't find yesterday's podcast, but it's it's definitely there. It's 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 done on on the day. She's just having a quick look now, and uh, and she will confirm to me in about five seconds' time. She'll go, Yep, it's there. It's always there. It's it's it's. Yeah, she'll have a look in a minute. But it, it, it's always there. It's never, never not there, apart from when, when the computer gets so overloaded with things. Quickly, I'll tell you the weather for today, just in case you need to know whether you're leaving to take an umbrella. And the answer is yes, take an umbrella. Mist, patchy rain or drizzle. Becoming drier and brighter this morning. So it's, just, so it's all right if you're not leaving till later on this morning, because it'll be fine. The high 23 degrees, which is warmer than yesterday. So you'll be all right then. Not quite sunbathing weather, but you might want to slip on a bikini or undo an extra button. Currently it's 16 degrees. Overnight, low cloud and mist in some areas. Outbreaks of light rain and drizzle. Feeling very mild and humid. See, I like that, that kind of weather. That kind of weather does it for me. I love... Low cloud and mist. I love waking up early on a Saturday morning, which I will do tomorrow, and having a look out. If it's misty, I think that is really sexy. I think mist is just fantastic. I mean, because well, I, I, I have been known before to wander outside in, in, in my pants and just water the plants, because there's nobody around at that time of the morning. On the odd occasion, though, I have... <laughs> I'm surprised. The neighbours get... He's, out, he's outside. Turn, turn the lights off. Turn the lights off. Watch. He's watering... I know. I'm as bad as the naked man over here. Although they, they did a survey in the papers today and said that most uh, people sleep naked in bed. Now, to be honest with you, I don't do the naked thing in bed. I don't think it's very nice. I think you have to wear something. Some people just wear pyjama bottoms or they, or they just put on a T-shirt or something. What do you wear? Just a bit of Chanel number no. 5, is it? Yeah. Just lying there all glamorous, you know, the rose petals strewn over the bed. <laughs> I have weeds over my bed. <laughs> Trying to look glamorous at that time of the morning. There's no way to look glamorous in bed, is there? The funniest bit is in Torch Song Trilogy. And Harvey Firestein has picked up Matthew Broderick. But he doesn't want Matthew Broderick to think that he snores or anything else like that and doesn't look anything less than glamorous in the morning. So come on, how many times have you woken up ahead of your partner waking up, rushed to the bathroom, comb your hair, put on a bit of lippy if you're a girl, sometimes a boy, and you cl- clean your teeth, spray a little bit after shave, and then you recline back on the sheets and then you push the alarm and you go beep, 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 and you wake up and go, oh, good. And they look at you and think, 
God, you look that good in the morning. How frightening is that? But that's one of the best, best things about Talk Song Trilogy. Apart from the fact, a good film anyway. Quarter past five is the time. News headlines. Two days before the 10th anniversary of 9-11, New York's mayor is warning of a specific credible threat, possibly involving car bombs. Nothing's been confirmed, but security services are nervous after finding documents when they killed Osama bin Laden, suggesting an attack ten years on. Tickets for next year's Paralympics go on sale at 9am. Organisers are keen to make the Games a sellout for the first time in the event's 51-year history. Two million tickets are available. The cheapest are £5. And another rollover builds up in the Euro Millions, with the jackpot standing at £126 million tonight. One of the biggest in history. It'll make the winner richer than Robert Pattinson, Kieran Knightley, Cheryl Cole and Leona Lewis combined. Lovely. With the travel, we're all dreaming now. It's Jay Louise. <laughs> yeah, I'm dashing out to get my ticket. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Well, M25, there's just been... Morning. Everything we talked about yesterday, weight loss. Weight loss. What we talked about yesterday. Oh, blimey. And I got no end of emails from people about the different weight programmes that they'd been on, the, uh, the different foods that they'd tried. And in the end, I think we came to the amazing conclusion that diets don't work because most people put their weight back on again. You lose it for a period of time. You go, oh, that's great. Now I can eat some food. And of course, you can't. You, it's, it's an ongoing situation. So we spent a lot of time because Paul Savory's been on diets. I'm sort of not on a specific diet. I don't think I could ever follow a specific diet. I, I quite fancy the idea of somebody coming around and giving you a meal for the day and saying, right, now you can have some shepherd's pie. Because I've watched this one on the television where they deliver the meals to you. And then it turns out they're only delivering the actual meal. They're not delivering the vegetables or any of the accoutrement. So if, if it says fruit, you don't get the fruit with it. You just get the meal, which didn't seem such good value. So I kind of I boycotted that one. And then I thought, at the end of the day, it's little and often. But, you know, sometimes you sit back, and I'm blowed if I remember what I had to eat. You sit down. Yesterday, I had uh, tagliatelle with, with chicken. Uh, I, no, I didn't make it. No, I kind of I bought it. I bought it from, from Mark's. And it, it comes in a box, and, and it, it's the tagliatelle with bits of, uh, bits of chicken. And what I did, I, I had two of those, because I was feeling quite hungry, because one never looks enough to me. I don't know why. You look at it, you think... Pfft. I'm going to be hungry afterwards. I had two of those, and then I cut some um, some broccoli up into it as well. So that was quite nice. Um, yeah, so it, it, it was broccoli that, that was fresh, fresh broccoli. No, I bought, bought it already cut, and, and I just put that in there, and then I put the lid on and steamed it all. So, so I'm doing cooking now. How cool is that? Cookery is... I mean, I'll tell you. The Steve Allen Guide to Cookery... Go to Marks and Spencers. <laughs> Just be one page. Go to Marks and Spencers. Buy things. Put put them one line. Exactly. Let's not do a book. Let's just send out a pamphlet. Not even a pamphlet. I'll just I'll just tell you now. Go to M and S. Go to anywhere that does ready meals, and then just add your own things to it. So I used to go and buy um, things like um, beef stew because I quite like a beef stew occasionally, and then I would add something to it like a carrot, and then it became Steve Allen's beef stew. And if you had people round to eat, which I, which I haven't for years, because I don't do that kind of thing. Not people wandering around, touching things. <laughs> and, uh, and you cut the carrot up, and then maybe a bit of a leek. And, and, and then you, you throw all the boxes away. Nobody's any the wiser. They go, you really can cook? And I go, certainly can. Yeah. And you have to say it with your fingers crossed under the tables, otherwise you're a fibber. The, the way to keep off weight, says Noreen, I go to Weight Watchers. I've been a gold member for ten years. I'm at my ideal weight, and I just watch what I eat most of the time. I'm afraid it's a way of life. You must have lost some weight, Steve, with the current regime. Well, you'll, you'll find out nearer Christmas. 
nearer Christmas when we have our uh, our live show. God, I'd love to be I'd love to be thin by Christmas. Not going to happen, but I'd certainly love to be a lot. Uh, I think you'd notice it. I think you'll definitely notice. If you've not seen me for a little while, definitely. And Brian went onto that site. This is the one I mentioned yesterday, where they buy your CDs. And, and, what, and what you do is, I think you list all your CDs, you put them in a box, send them off free post, and they send you a cheque. And I thought, because the, the, the cheques that appear, because, I mean, I've got tons of stuff like that. Tons and tons of CDs. And I thought, that's a good idea. Anyway, Brian did it. He was offered, for all of their, their CDs, 30 pence. So, be very careful. Don't, don't just put stuff in a box and send it off without checking. 30p. Take, take it down the charity shop, because, frankly, if they're going to be that stingy about it, far better you go to a charity shop and, and at least get some, some benefit. Uh, have a great Saturday. Is it Les Mis? Certainly is. Certainly is tomorrow. And then, then we're going to eat Malaysian, I think. Going to eat Malaysian. Yummy yum. Can't wait for that one. And, uh, shh, says Noreen, Anton Dubeck is dancing Nancy de Watsit. Oh, God. Oh, that'll be the... Mr. Creepy and Miss Creepy. Yeah, imagine those two together. Two massive egos and so, so nothing. Anton de Creepy Beck, his real name Tony Beak, and uh, and Nancy Delusional. In fact, even Frederick Forsyth in his column today has finally picked up on what I've been saying all the time. I'm sorry, what do you do? Oh, that's right, you slept with... um, Sven Goran Eriksson, who found time to see you in between the other people he was seeing, and uh, and then Trevor Nunn. Mind you, Nancy has said she thinks she looks 30. Look look in the mirror more, more closely, dear. Yes, talk it, she says. She's, uh, she says that. I never said that. She's so rude, honestly. And the Italian guy, Vincent, is that the one who has the lisp, who's, who's as camp as Christmas, but turns out to be straight. You can't tell with ballroom dancers. He's actually got Edwina Curry. I think she'll be fine, because she isn't so much of an irritant, I'm afraid, as Nancy Delusional. I mean, she is just a bore of the First Order. Just a bore, I'm afraid. Uh, Other stories here. Oh, Steve. um, uh, Firstly, Paddy, one celebrity big brother. I don't know the guy. There again, I didn't know anybody except uh, Miss Catatonic. He seems like a decent cove, I'm willing to be corrected. He's apparently a bare-knuckle fighter, or used to be, um, and he doesn't work now, and he's illiterate. OK? That's what I'll tell you about him. He lives on a caravan site. Uh, his son's currently helping the police with their inquiries, and he's a traveller, but he doesn't go anywhere. He doesn't go anywhere. So, um, and frankly, he can't actually begin to string two words together. But uh, I hope that's the last we've seen of him. Kerry Katona, I can't, be- I can't believe I've been given a second chance... And uh, did it for the kids, she said, which was, you know, we've heard it three million times. And to be honest with you, I've, I've now, you know, I've, I don't think there's anything new that she can tell us. You know, uh, nothing at all. I mean, there is nothing. Actually, strangely enough, I went onto YouTube this morning and I typed in, what did I type in? Oh, Neil Diamond, because I've just ordered Neil Diamond live in Australia back in 76. Because Neil Diamond's just announced he's got engaged for the third time at the age of 70. And I'm a big fan of Neil Diamond. Very big fan. I always wanted to use the music from Hot August Night, the opener to one of my shows, but we, for some reason we never got around to doing it, because it didn't... I, I just thought it'd be great if you could have... Because there's this great drum thing, the, the timpani bit in the middle of it, and I thought it'd be great to have an orchestra playing the opener for you at The Mermaid, and the curtains part, and there's kids beating out on these big timpani drums, which I thought would look fantastic. And then I kind of descend from the ceiling on a rocket ship with sparks coming out the back, you know, I thought, or, or filling that like a trapeze... And then I stopped drinking for about three years, and uh, th- things went so much better. Uh, right. Uh, Brian's wished you a happy birthday for tomorrow, Noreen. 
thank uh, he says thank thank her for putting up with me. Hopefully we we'll see you and John very soon. He's on a diet, but getting bigger. He says at the moment. Oh, bless, bless him, bless him. Uh, we've got loads of things to do today. John, John will will be with us um, a little bit later on. Daily Star on the front page. Paddy is the big bro winner. Uh, there's just something about him I don't like. I don't, hard man, Paddy Doherty. <laughs> hard as a paper bag, mate. Hard as a paper bag. And the bad news that you've heard about Cheryl Cole. You know she went to America to film that that cameo. They they, they might cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not looking promising, Cheryl, is it, love? But never mind, you can always go back home and resume your life there, whatever it was. And uh, I'm afraid another drunk driver hits the papers. First of all, we had the ridiculously stupid Chloe Maidley. Now we've got the ridiculously stupid Georgie Thompson. Cast your mind back. Cast your mind back. Yes, you remember, she used to date Deck Donnelly. And uh, she's a Sky Sports reporter just been convicted of drink driving. She was twice the legal limit. You were very lucky, George. You never killed anybody. You were very lucky. And uh, she got fined, I think, something like £1,000. She's been banned from driving for nearly two years. You're a disgrace. An absolute disgrace. I have no sympathy for anybody who gets behind the wheel of a car when, when they've had a few drinks. You're an absolute disgrace. You really are. They haven't decided what they're going to do at Sky. It probably won't make any difference to them. They seem to, you know, occupational hazard. But anybody who gets behind the wheel of a car when they've had drinks, you go way down in my books. Mind you, strange enough, talking of people going down in your books, there's a piece in one of the papers today, because remember yesterday we discovered that Christine, how are you, where's my audience, bleakly, uh, goes back to her old school dressed up as a schoolgirl. And Jan Moyer has said, you are wrong, wrong, wrong. Either you're stupid... Or somebody badly advised you. You do not appeal to perverts. You go back and you wear a tailored suit and you look smart. A woman of your age wearing a schoolgirl's outfit, frankly, was the stupidest decision you'd ever made in your life. She's, she's given a two out of ten. How, you, how she could have not engaged her brain before that. Perhaps she thought she was being clever. Perhaps she thought she was being clever. But Jan Moyer says you weren't. You were being incredibly stupid. Uh, here they all are, the uh, Bobby... Bobby, the nasty male model. Bob, Bobby Sable. Yes, we know who you are now, mate. You're that nasty male model. Jedward. Very peculiar, I'm afraid. Lucian. Not a brain cell there. Uh, Darren. Not very nice either, but you've got some very puffy clothes, mate. I've never seen anybody with camp clothes like you. Uh, Amy Childs. Dim as a plank. I mean dim as a plank. You could only manage fourth place. What a disappointment you were to everybody. What a big disappointment. No, no personality. No, nothing, really. And I'm afraid what uh, what Claire should have advised you. If I was Claire, I would have said, OK, we'll put you in Big Brother because it's it's good money. OK, that's fine. But, I'm f- and of course, she gets a nice cut out of it, which is which is great. But if you're going in there with Kerry Coke Toner and Jedward, you don't stand a cat in hell's chance because uh, they're experienced people at jumping around. Jedward jump around, Kerry Coke Toner jumps around and does her fake crying. And and you really, you, you just showed yourself up for, for what you were, which is dull and boring. Very dull, but they were going, oh, I mean, the press, well, the, the, sir, certainly as far as Richard Desmond was concerned, they were trying to make out some sort of relationship between you and Lucian or so. There, there was nothing like that going on at all in the house. There was no sexual chemistry because, frankly, I mean, we don't think that Jed would have ever actually kissed the girl at all or anything like that. Um, but they do touch each other quite a lot. 
which I find desperately, desperately worrying. But there's a new bunch of housemates going in, and apparently they're a wacky, sexy lot. For that read, stupid, desperate and lonely. We'll give you a rundown after the news, because it's LBC 97.3 at 5.30. Morning, everybody. Uh, Bridget has changed her opinion of Kerry Katona. She said, I'm, I'm glad Paddy won. Well deserved. So that's, uh, that's good news. I must mention, I got this, this very long email the other day, uh, and it was from... Who was it from? It was from Shirley Teese, actually. Because we were talking uh, on the programme about um, the film Hobson's Choice. And uh, Shirley, as you know, was a casting director. She did uh, Up the Elephant, Round the Castle, After Henry, and... Uh, and also uh, Home James. She cast those. So there were lots of... If you look at the Up the Elephant Round the Castle with Jim Davidson, there were loads of famous people who were dropping in, like Linda Robson and everything, really before they became famous. But she said, in the 1954 film of Hobson's Choice, Brenda DeBanzi played Maggie. It was her film debut, and she was wonderful in it. She, she, she plays the woman who, who guides... Uh, the bloke who ends up t- sort of taking over the business. 22-year-old Prunella Scales played Vicky Hobson. And on our IMDb, I found there was an American version of it, also a Belgian version. And on Prunella's IMDb page, the box set of After Henry uh, is advertised. Very good comedy, written by Simon Brett and a cut above other things I worked on. And she says, I hope to come and see your next show. Really enjoyed it last time. And glad to hear that Des O'Connor is doing Dreamboats and Petticoats. Saw it last year. Really enjoyed it. I've seen Des in concert several times. He's amazing. No swearing. Bit like you in that respect. Chats to the audience and really keeps them entertained. Unlike you, he also sings a lot and his voice is really good. Yeah, all right. I think we need to make a big thing about it. Actually, the funny thing is, I might sing this time. I haven't decided because, uh, you know... you, you. I mean, I've got a, quite a pleasant voice, and I thought, you know, if we had a nice backing track, I could, I could sing some Christmas songs for you. You could show how good your auto-tune is. Well, I, I, I think I can hold a tune without it, actually. Even James O'Brien said to me the other day, in one of his rare moments where he wasn't trying to compete with me, he said, uh, he said you've actually got quite a good voice. You see? Yeah. Christmas carols, Mind you, he is tone-deaf, poor soul. <laughs> yes. I mean, he, would, he wouldn't have the faintest idea. Poor old James. Yeah. But, James, uh, you were just talking about Jim Davidson there, and I read a little thing in the paper the other day, about him, and he's been banned from some theatre. Yes, for because being he was rude to the staff. Very unpleasant to yes. the staff members. Yeah. We're not having you here. Go I, I know somebody who worked with him, and he is not very pleasant. No. I, I mean, he's, I remember once a friend of mine, a showbiz friend, uh, went to a party at his house because I think he's been married eight times. Beats Something Elizabeth like eight Taylor. times. Because what he actually does is, it might be six times, what he actually does, supposed to going out with them, he marries them. Right. And and he still kept his... I mean, I still think he looks boyish and everything else. But he went to this party and he was going through his bad phase where he was so rude to his wife mm. and abused her in front of all the guests that a lot of people left. It was a bit embarrassing, really. Very embarrassing. He, he, he was all right when he was younger. He was a little bit of a cheeky chappy. <clears throat> and then he became a bit bitter as he got older, as indeed we all have done, thank goodness. <laughs> I'm so grateful for <laughs> well, that. you've made it work for I've, I've made it into you. a career. You certainly have. <laughs> I have made... But, well, I don't know. She's close second, let me tell you. Don't, don't sit there thinking she's the sugar plum fairy with a little wand. <laughs> I know. She so can be quite oh, evil. some of the things she comes up with. I sit there and I go, I can't believe you just said that. But she, but Dreadful. She, she will be very evil if all you give her is £150,000 out of £126 million, You'd make that in an hour. She's very lucky to get that. I'm not engaged that's... or nothing. We're not picking out curtains. Well, I think that's very odd. We're just, you know... You mean you're not the new Simon... She's yeah, well, you... all right, I said we can go and look at curtains. I didn't say we were going to buy <laughs> any, but uh, I think a hundred and... I mean, because can you imagine, if you win the 126 million and you give to all the people that you can't... Because there's going to be some people who I'm not going to give to. Yeah, I don't I need to give to you because you've got everything. No, I haven't. Don't... 
You see, now you no, haven't. No, yeah, now I you haven't. Want Make millions, up your mind. But I well, how much do you want? Well, 200,000. You see, look and at I this. I think I mean, that's agreed, very generous. Ladies and gentlemen. Amanda, that's not very much money out of 126 million, is yeah. it? 126 million yes, I mean, there's not just you pounds. two. There's loads of people. How many I've got other to give to Diabetes you... UK, the Water Rats, the Lady Rattlings, the okay. CAA, the Magic Circle, my brother, Chris Sharon and the kids. Then there's Pete. There's, All right. And there's on. the family. Pete? Who's this Pete? Who's Pete? Friend of Chris's. I've never heard of this Pete. Neither have I. And I don't think he's quite up the echelon like we are. No, no. And he's also, fairly high up the echelon. You've only spent about 20 million. What's happening to the other 106? Well, I'm giving to charity. You know, that was included in the 20 million. No, I'm giving to other charity. <laughs> How I, thought, much? I can't believe you've asked for money. <laughs> See, that's the trouble. Lee. I will have to leave the country. I will just I have to walk to the send airport. You away. And, and then people go, Where are you? I'm going, I'm not at work. I'm at the airport. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? I'll be hounded. <laughs> Look at only this. by us. Yes, only by... <laughs> oh, dear me. £126 million. Pounds. It's so much money. It's so wonderful the difference to have is, it. The, the, the difference is, my friend Graham said the other day, he said, you'd never cope with it. I said, listen, over the years, ask yourself who is the one person who has discussed what they're going to do with the lottery money. It would be no problem at all for me. No. See, I already know what I'm going to do with it. But I think You're also... on 20,000, OK? Don't thank me. Oh, that's very not getting small any more. amount of well, money. It's, well, it's very small, but it's, it's given with I love. retire. Of course you can't retire. Who wants you to retire? I do. No, you don't. <laughs> I, well, I deserve it. No, no, you Can don't I go know. part-time? You have to up the game. I have to give some money to the Entertainment Artist Benevolent Fund. That's who run fine. Worth. Yeah, so, so that, that's reduced yours. What? The, the amount of money you're getting. So now... 20,000? 10, 10 now, because I've just given some more to the Entertainment Artist. For all the hours I've got up on a Friday morning throughout the years... You pay? Yes. I mean, for goodness sake. I mean, and occasionally I bought you a sausage baguette. And, well, all the candles. The candles you I'm get. Down to my, I'm halfway down my last Joe Malone, well, by the way. save it, because if I don't win the £126 million, you're going to be bereft. <laughs> they're going to get another one. Roll on Christmas, that's what I say. Yes. Matt in Kent says, I've been listening for a few years now, and it's my birthday. I'm 29 today, ten years behind you. Yeah, so you are. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Noreen tomorrow, and it's, it's you today. Nick from Somerset... And good morning. And uh, Kev the Milkman says, can you say happy birthday to Noreen? It is, f- it is for tomorrow, actually. It's for tomorrow, her birthday, but we have to do it today because we're not here tomorrow. Happy birthday, Noreen. Uh, Gary says, happy birthday to Noreen. All the best. Hope she has a fantastic birthday. And uh, one here. Yes, the, uh, the computer was playing silly... Be- the, the, the podcast is there. It's just it, it, you couldn't see it, so we've, we've sort of... It is there now, OK? It's there now. It's because the, the computer was playing silly beggars with us, I'm afraid. Uh, the good news is Celebrity Big Brother's finished. The bad news is the normal one's going to start, says Paul. Notice it didn't take long before some bright spark has decided that Paddy winning was the result of viewers supporting gypsies awaiting eviction. It's got nothing to do with him at all. He's That's in right. Manchester, OK? As we've said before, the majority of people on that site are not real travelling people at all. And if the story of the alternative site is true, I should imagine there's been a good few sleepless nights in the area. I will be interested to see what the final figure for the series will be. There's no chance they get anything like the 20 million they predicted. No, they were down to about three, I think. 3.4, I think. Yeah, even Morecambe and Wise couldn't uh, manage that. Two nights of the X Factor this weekend, and uh, I'm just waiting to see how long it takes before we get the Have You Got Another Song Prepared line. Yes, it's (laughs) terrible. And uh, Martina has tried every diet in the world all of my life, and I'm only 35. Four years ago, started exercising, eating healthily, and cut out crisps and other rubbish. Lost four stone, and I have been able to keep it off. It isn't really rocket science, because there is a woman in the paper today, and she is aiming to be the biggest woman in the world. She's 50 stone, and she likes being 50 stone. And uh, it it was part of a... 
a, a sort of a thing that, that she, she made herself eat and eat and eat so she could be fat. I mean, to be honest with you, she's, she'll barely live beyond Christmas, I should imagine, because is, she is so big. Is she doing it on purpose? Yes, she's deliberately done it. For what reason? It. She wanted to be the biggest woman in the, in the world. Well, she'll also be the, the, the deadest woman in the world, yes. if she continues. I mean, she's been told, you know, you don't stop eating, love, you're going to die. It's as simple as mm. that. She, she can't move anywhere, she can't do anything at all. But she just wants to be fat. And so she has achieved... I'll find it in a minute. She, will, she has achieved that objective because for breakfast she has, um, I think, ten, ten eggs scrambled. She has uh, half a pound of bacon, Goodness a vanilla milkshake, uh, four hash browns, twelve rounds of toast. For breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's why she's, she's fat. I mean, she's, she's immensely stupid, but she likes being fat. But now she's decided... She doesn't want to be fat, so now she's decided to go on a diet, Goodness which me. is a little bit late in the day, and I'm afraid. take years. And she's got a boyfriend, what the hell he sees, and I've got no idea. Well, and also as well, what about how much it costs the state to keep her? Because she must need a lot of help she, at She's home. American. Which Here is she American. is. And she is, surprisingly, um, well, what she eats for breakfast, you could feed a family of six on. Um, she has to be helped onto her scooter. And she's 50 stone. She's now in the Guinness Book of Records. But uh, she says her obsession with size has ruined her life. And now she wants to go on the diet. She lives in... Um, I don't know where she lives, actually. But she's one of a fanatical group of women called Super Size Big Beautiful Women. No, you're not. You're disgustingly fat. Is she beautiful? No. How old is she? She's... Uh, it doesn't say, actually. Well, that's unusual. I mean, but she, I mean... Yeah, they don't put it. But, I mean, she oh, is... When I say big... She is enormous. Oh, my God. I mean, it is absolutely... She's going to have a look. It, it is absolutely... Her name's Pauline, isn't it? Does it say the name's Pauline? Yeah. But she, she said she, she put on even more weight to please her husband, who's quite clearly the biggest dipstick in the world. How did she get in the bath? Well, she has a walk-in bath. She's... Uh, her clothes off the internet are size 10XL, and she wears a size 58H bra. That's... I suppose that's quite big, isn't I it? I think that's a hammock, isn't it? <laughs> I think that's a hammock, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's as big as the Isle of Wight. Yeah. And um, she, she, she likes puddings. I mean, quite clearly. And uh, being a single mum, she has Dylan... I mean, of course she's a single mum. She has Dylan from a previous relationship, who's 17. After reaching her goal with a diet of pasta, pizza and turkey dinners, her life became difficult. Now she regrets her dreadful weight gain. I mean, I should imagine, you know, I don't really know what you could say, actually, because she's going to have kidney failure, mm. heart attacks. I mean, I mean she, she's brace, beyond... brace yourself, skinny. She's... Ooh. Oh, dear. She's not happy with that. It's, it is It is quite she, alarming. Is. Oh, dear. How's that chair coping? Well, it, look at the size of the chair. But, I mean, all of this... I don't know what you do with it. Oh, I mean, it, I think you can have it cut away. And lipoed. The trouble is, because it's America, she's been told to lose weight, but in America, they don't have what we have. You pay for it. Mm, you pay absolutely. for it, love. You know, well, if you... Oh, yeah. Imagine trying to wash yourself when you're this size. There was a guy who was... With, I'll tell you how they did it in a circus. There was a guy in America, Bridget might know this, in um, Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey, and he was the big bloke. Mm. He could walk around naked, but nobody would know he was naked, if you get my drift, because he was so fat. The flesh covered everything. The flesh covered everything, and they would clean him by hosing him down. Oh. But then... Because of all the skin, he had to apply cream 
to stop it all cracking, because under all the folds of skin... Mm, the weight of ..is it. where you would get all the sores. Yeah. ..and everything else. Very Can you move unpleasant. that microphone at the end? Just just push it round, because I can't quite see that... That's better, thank that's you. Better. I can see the clock now. There you go. Um, this is uh, Erica, who's uh, just off to start their summer holiday in Norfolk. Oh, she lovely. said, we've got our Max and Wellies. Christo's already gone to um, his holiday. He's gone straight to the airport. Do we know where he's gone? I think he's working as a trolley dolly, actually. <laughs> really? I mean, he, he says it's a holiday, but I think he's... I he's think he's moonlighting. Got a couple of shifts with EasyJet. <laughs> <laughs> or Ryanair. Yes, yes. Baggage handler, more yes, like. Yes, I think so. Oh, Tagliatelli is uh, Tagliatelli. Tagliatelli. Yeah. And I thought you didn't like pasta. I don't. Well, then why are you eating it, then? I don't know. I had it yesterday. But you just, liked it? It was all right. And two portions, I noticed, yes, not I one. Yes, I It was a bit... To be honest with you, I mean, I've, I've, I've had better. Yeah. It was OK. You could make that yourself, though, really. You buy some fresh pasta. Or you can... I mean, you don't yeah. have to actually sit there and run going the pasta down the wrong through route, a machine. Yeah, wrong route. I don't... I don't and then, no. eat, you know, no. pan-fry some chicken. No, I don't Lovely. That. No, that's why they make it. <laughs> that's why it's made, and, uh, and I then... It's but the ones that are made are full of salt. Oh, all absolutely. Those I won't have it again. I just Ever had again? it because I looked at it and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll have some tagliatelle and tagliatelle. I'll put some, some broccoli <laughs> in it as well. And I think broccoli doesn't need an Italian accent, Steve. It's very English. Yeah. Broccoli. It's bit, yeah. But it, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, Eve of Morden is uh, on the way with her husband Adrian to Preston to take their daughter to university. Sticker on the train. Sticker on the train. Goodness. They want to say goodbye. And I didn't realise. I got to the station yesterday. And that's why they're very proud of her. And so, Eve, thank you. I go to Waterloo Station yesterday after the programme, and there's all these people everywhere, people everywhere, with backpacks and Wellington boots. And I'm thinking, I thought we've had the Reading Festival. And they're everywhere. And for some reason, people with, with backpacks sit on the ground. Mm. Because the backpacks are as big as they are. They've quite clearly got the house and the kitchen sink in there. Is that the Isle of Wight? Yeah. And I know that because my friend Daryl is working on it, and he said there were a thousand people queuing for the ferry, but because their crew, they got taken to the front of the queue. And he said, how are we going to get out? God alone knows. He said, but the sound, it starts today, I think. Thousands and thousands of people. I said, I saw them all at, uh, at Waterloo Station. Mm. So there you go. OK, listen, news uh, time, because it's 14 to 6. <laughs> These are the headlines. Security in New York and Washington has been increased ahead of the 9-11 anniversary. It comes after police revealed they'd received a credible but unconfirmed terror threat. London 2012 tickets go on sale today at 9am for the Paralympics. People are given just two weeks to apply for the two million on offer. And President Obama's spoken before Congress in a key speech on job creation. He's promised an ambitious $447 billion package to provide jobs and fund tax cuts. Check on the roads for you this morning. Jay Louise. Thank you, Steve. Good morning. The clockwise... M- about time that the government did something about... There are two things which I want the government to act on very quickly. First of all, the insurance racket, which has pushed up everybody's insurance because of these bent people out there. The other thing is clamping down on squatting, because at the moment, squatting is legal, because you, and the reason you cannot prove who, out of all the people who move in... It's never just one person, it'll be 15 of them, who actually has broken into your property. Mm. So, in other words, John could be sitting here now, ten people can go round, break into your property, you can go back there, and they can throw all your stuff out the window, and the police will stand there doing macrame. It frightens me, you know. I really think about it a lot. And in the last couple of weeks, because there have been a lot of stories about it, with the Romanian family that moved in on those two ladies who were on holiday in the Philippines... Trashed their house. Threw all their stuff out. I said... The, the simple thing for me, I would actually have, have, have gone and picked up a bit of muscle, 
Yes. You know, people who work in clubs, I know enough people, you and have taken them round there, battered down the front door, taken them by the scruff of their scrawny little necks, and thrown them through the bloody windows. I'd have <laughs> had no truck with it whatsoever, and then go, I tell you what, you go to a lawyer now. You're in my property. Out. Yeah, and but... I know, wouldn't mind if it was... I can understand maybe empty properties, but when they go into somebody's property, quite clearly somebody lives there, that's when you've crossed the boundary. Absolutely. I've had enough of it. Italian squatters, Romanian gypsy squatters, we've had everybody. Even English squatters? Yes. They shouldn't go into your they house. They should not be... Tr- if they trespass, I tell <laughs> you, I think it's fair game. You take a shotgun, out, or you get it. And I thought that the government was saying that we should be allowed to protect our property... They did, they said. Well, they had this poor woman on the television. She walked past her own property every day. Uh, it was being renovated. They'd moved in and changed all the locks. Yeah, and there's nothing you can and do so, about it. And she got shouted abuse at. This man is so in her face. Her husband had to intervene again. Don't talk to my wife like that. He said, I have, I have document. Get out. Get off my property. Yeah. But where do they get These the documents? These people are filth. And why isn't somebody get looking into bent. the documents? Well, exactly. Well, the but government need to act on that and the drivers for cash, because this is how the system works. Police are called to the scene of a road accident. They then call a local garage to remove the damaged vehicle. The garage plays, pays the police a tip-off fee, mm-hmm. 25 quid. The garage sells the driver's details to law firms and car hire firms. Okay. The insurer pays for the removal, the repair and storage of damaged vehicle. To recover some costs, the insurer sells the client's details to a claims lawyer. Then you get bombarded with claims lawyers uh, saying, listen, you can claim compensation on a no-win, no-fee basis. Mm-hmm. Driver claim damages from the insurance for whiplash or other injury, which you can never prove whiplash. That's why they use it all the time. All the bent ones will use whiplash. It's yes. very easy. You just walk around with a neck brace and pretend you've got whiplash. Uh, the lawyers receive large payments for costs. The insurers pay thousands in compensation and put up all clients' premiums to cover the bill. It's appalling, isn't it? That's how it works. Yeah. And they've got a stamp on it. And it's about time, you know, stop faffing around with other things. Sort out the things which we need. And that is really us. a criminal thing because all of the, all yeah. that is is a you know they say it's a no win no gain thing. Yeah. And so everybody thinks, oh well, I'll have a go then. Yes, let's have a go. You, your car bumped into the back of my car. Yes, and so well, I've actually, got in theory, if you bump into the back, that that that's your fault. If if you hit the back of my car, that's you, but for not concentrating. But uh, but the whip whiplash, I then go, oh 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 whiplash. Yeah, I'm, I'm back. I can't go to work for six months, yeah. and I've lost this amount of money in earnings, yeah. and they all go turning up in court. There was one guy. Luckily, the cameras were there to film them walking around the corner into court. And then he gets to court, and he becomes like uh, uh, like a gibbering wreck. Yeah, and they actually film him in the court, and they then go. You're acting. Uh, uh, uh. And they went, yes, here is the footage of you. Mm. Another bent family it's out like there. It's people who limp. It's quite funny. You know, years ago, we, I used to have a, a bigger shop in, mm. in Camden, and we had huge, huge windows, mm. which, if they were smashed, cost a fortune. You know, mm. thousands of pounds to have one of these windows replaced. And there was always a sticker. As soon as the new window went in, yeah. someone put a sticker on it, and it would say, if your window breaks, yes. call this number. Yes. And we think that those people go around, yes. smash the windows, and then you call them... And we, we end up with two. You end up with two, one either side of the window from different companies. They go round yeah. there. We had it round our way, and strangely enough, a spate of broken windows. And then, then the sticker appears. Mm. Call this company now, because I wouldn't know who to call out. But you're right, that's how it works. Apple iPad 2, leather smart cover. It's today's How Low. It's the Steve Allen Quickie. Finished at 7 o'clock this morning. Literally, you've got, a, you've got an hour and five minutes or so to get this one. This is the second generation <laughs> iPad. Thinner, lighter everything. It's at a 9.7-inch screen. It's a 10-hour battery life. It's really, really, really nice. It's got two cameras, so either you can play with it or the kids can. If you contact somebody, it could be overseas or whatever. You can go, look, look, they're on the screen. It's lovely. I'll include the leather smart cover 
not only protects the iPad, turns it on off, but transforms into a perfect stand for surfing, gaming or watching movies. Or you can just do your, your internet on it. I mean, I use it for everything. I check my emails at home, check the emails at work on mine, and uh, send texts. You can do anything, absolutely anything. It's like having a, a mini tablet computer, but thinner and much nicer. Person with the lowest unique bid will win. Lowest bid in pence that nobody else makes. Hammer comes down at 7am this morning. She's got an hour and five on this one, an hour and five, OK? To play this one, you text LBC, followed by your bid in pence, and send it to treble eight two one. So, for example, if you want to bid... £1.11. You text LBC, and then you put 111 for 111. You don't need to write it out, just, just the numbers. And send that to treble eight two one. If you want to bid... 36 pence. You text LBC, 36, and send it to treble eight. Two one. Now, the competition finishes at 7am this morning. You've got to be over 16. Entries are limited and cost £1.50, plus your standard network rate. Go to lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions. Good luck, because it's, it's really nice. If you've seen the iPad 2, either in the Apple Store or friends have got one, you want to get it. The last one went for 12p. Which is amazing. 12p, which is fantastic. Lots of the papers are full this morning of uh, drunk Georgie Thompson, the Sky News presenter, who was, uh, when she was reversing her car backwards and forwards um, into a car space, the police noticed that she was hitting the car's either end and kind of twigged, as you do. So when they went over there, uh, they noticed her eyes were glazed and her speech was slur. Ah, rinky poos. <laughs> and so anyway, they took her out and she was twice the legal limit. She had, a, she had 76 micrograms of alcohol per 100 millilitres of breath. The legal drink light drive limit is 35. So she's in excess of that. So mm. she is a drunk. And uh, she's been taken off the roads, thank goodness, for 19 months and fined £1,000. Strangely enough, um, uh, her, her, um, her, her legal team said, you know, she's, uh, she's, she's a, a broadcaster and she's been doing her job very well for 10 years. I thought, what's that got to do with it? Nothing to do with it at she's all. She's a drunk. She's yeah. a drunk behind the wheel of a car. She's, she's disgusting. Drinking and driving with a lethal weapon in her hand. But also, you know, if your speech <clears throat> is slurred, you know you're drunk. You shouldn't be drinking and driving You anyway. shouldn't even get... You shouldn't go anywhere near your car. Absolutely so, uh, you're a rather stupid person, I think, Georgie. The other story about... Did you read the, read the story about the runaway Rolls-Royce crash? And the lovely elderly couple who live in he, Notting Hill... He wasn't Hill, drinking, luckily. And they were not drinking. Mm. And the couple... I love this. The couple, who had lived in the house since 1976, had been watching the 70s sitcom Rising Damp on video when the accident happened at 20 past 8 yesterday. And uh, they're called Michael and Sarah, and they're both 70. And it must have given them quite a fright, because this is a massive... This is a bit like the car that you used to have. Your old Bentley. Yeah. But it's the Rolls-Royce version. And they said they thought that they were under attack. Not surprised. Suddenly whack into the front of their house. How much damage has done to the car? Oh, the car looks dreadful. The house doesn't look very good. No. They will rebuild it, won't yeah. they? Oh, easily, yes. The woman lost control. Her foot went off the pedal and suddenly lost control. And I've she seen was... cars completely mangled up and they can do everything they take them apart. I had a dent. Fantastic. Somebody dented the back of mine. Yeah. And I sent it off for repair. You'd never even known it was there. No, I know. They fill it, don't they? Yes. It's yeah, I mean, amazing. All sorts of clever things you can do. John Galliano in all the papers today. This uh, racist, racist, drunk, nasty piece of work. £2.60 for his vile abuse of this woman. I don't know how any court could actually come up with that one. That was the compensation to his victims after the French court found him guilty of racist and anti-Semitic abuse. He was fined €6,000 and told to pay... which he, which was suspended and told to pay £2.60. Which mean the, 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 the fine was suspended? Yeah, the fine was suspended. I've never heard of a fine no, being suspended. this uh, disgusting piece of filth um, didn't, didn't have to pay anything at all. 
He'd been drinking champagne and taking Valium pills like they were candy. Mm. I couldn't care less. Neither could I. Care less, I'm sorry. Another one who doesn't know how to behave. He actually accused a 35-year-old uh, museum director, Miss Block, of having a dirty Jewish face. And uh, he, he came up with other filth, which we cannot repeat on the programme. And to be honest with you, I'd have thrown him in prison. He said that it was a heavy workload for pushing him to abuse alcohol and sleeping pills. But I couldn't Rubbish. care less. We all I do. We all work less. hard. We don't do that. Yeah. We don't behave like that. I've got that. no sympathy from him as well. I mean, ugh. You know what they say, don't you? There's an old saying my mum used to say, she said, what's inside sober comes out drunk. Yeah. So you must have those thoughts mm. for them to come out in the first place, mustn't you? I don't <laughs> I don't know your mum's service. Uh, <laughs> thank true. you for sharing it, though. Uh, all the Jan Moyer talking, I'm afraid, I mentioned before about Christine Bleakley, who says, have you lost your mind? Christine Bleakley goes back to school the other day. It's part of a feature on this. She's on some programme that nobody's watching. And, um, and, and so she dresses up in a green skirt, a blazer tie, white skirt, and, oh, my God, a pair of knee-high socks. She says here, the sight of a sexually mature and grown woman in a blazer and pleats just taps into a fantasy stereotype. Christine in her socks is a gift to perverts. She says, have you lost your mind? She's given a two out of ten. The stupidest woman on the earth. You know, you really, Christine, engage your brain, dear, before doing something, for God's sake. You just, you know, I mean, why don't you just go home, put on a naughty nurse's outfit and walk up and down the street like that one? Equally stupid. I'm sure your boyfriend loves it. Oh, God can't stand these sort of things. Uh, 84850, uk. the how low, and uh, we'll cram more in. Noreen's birthday tomorrow, and, uh, and I went to Brinsworth yesterday. I went to Brinsworth. Tell you about that in a moment. On FM, online, and... Morning, everybody. Jean Firth and her daughter Sharon have spent £200,000 following Cliff Richard around the country for his career, and their worst nightmare is that he'll retire. Jean says we wouldn't know what to do with ourselves if he retired. They wouldn't have anywhere to actually go to. Have you ever followed anybody like that? Have you ever... I know that uh, Noreen goes after her, you know, 60s revivals and things like that, and there's an advert in the paper today... Uh, which is from the USA, the Four Tops, the Temptations, the Crystals and Tavares. So I went onto the internet to find out how many are still alive and how many are dead. And the answer is in the Temptations, the lineup changed practically every three months. So it's certainly not the original group by a long way. The Four Tops, the lead singer died, Levi Stubbs, so of course that was the, the distinctive sound. So what you've got now is people who came in in the last couple of years. The Crystals, I don't think any of them are the original at all. Tavares actually were a family group. The name was Tavares. Mm. Then I love them. What's that lovely song that they had? Only, ta- only Takes a Minute, Only girl, Takes a Minute, girl. Which was covered then by uh, Take That, I think. And didn't they do Heaven is Missing an Angel yeah. as well? Because they had a song that featured in, uh, I think it was um, the John Travolta oh, film. Um, the, the dancing Saturday one. Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever, yes, yeah. I'm pretty certain. So but then seen... you look at these groups here. I remember being on the cruise years ago, and they went, and from America, the Drifters, with all their hits up on the... Ri- and on come this group of young people. I thought, you're not the Drifters. <laughs> You're just singing somebody else's songs. Then they had the audacity to sit outside and sign copies of their <laughs> CD. Oh, well, if, if it weren't even their it, songs. It was just rubbish. But, if but then there's also lots of those things, aren't there? It's the Take That experience that I've seen. The thought that yeah, but, that, but, they, like but, they, but they sort of passed them off. As, and, and then the guy stood on stage and went, oh, this was a hit for us way back in 1960. I thought, it wasn't you singing it. <laughs> but there's Stop the telling lies. Drifters, like the new well, if they say the new drift. drifters, I can understand that. But they don't call yourself the drifters. Yes. Like I think at one time there were five sets of drifters doing the rounds because each one had somebody in who was related to somebody. It was that stupid. <laughs> at the moment, of course, there's going to be there's two Bucks fizzes. 
Oh, yes. There's you've got Bobby G, who, who's got the name, and then you've got Cheryl and the other ones who don't have the name, which strikes me as being ridiculous, because they've got the most members. But yeah. anyway, have you ever obsessively, ladies and gentlemen, followed a celebrity? You know, come on, you can tell me. You can tell Steve. Mm. What is your passion? I'd love to know your, your passion. So have you ever obsessively followed a celebrity, or what's, what's your passion? 84850, Steve at lbc.co.uk, or lbc. 973. Had to do a couple of uh, shout-outs this morning. First of all, for, um, for, uh, for long-time listener Gloria Feldman. She's currently uh, in ICU in the Clementine Churchill Hospital with pneumonia. She won't hear it live, um, uh, Michelle and Jose, but we will take the podcast in to her. So you know, Gloria, that we're thinking of you. We are. And uh, you get better soon, all right? Yeah, and Joe, you stay in touch with me and tell me how she is. So Joe will text me. It'll, it'll perk her up immensely mm. if, you, if she hears a message. They, consider yourself perked. Very perked. As they say. Very perked up, you can be. So, Gloria Feldman, everybody else who knows her, good luck, OK, for that one. Happy birthday tomorrow for, for Noreen from Trisha in Islington. Best wishes from uh, Martin, Jan, John and Trisha. And from Caroline and Gordon in Betchworth. 100,000 would be very useful if you... What is this? Everybody's after my money. <laughs> what is going on? Listen, well, I said if I win the 126 million. If. There's it's a big, a big if. if. It might be a little word, but it's a big word. I mean, to be honest with you, to, for safety's sake, I'm going to leave the country immediately. No, I'm not going to let you. I'm going to have all the all the, all the airports not, are going to be alerted. I'm not telling anybody. Steve Even Northern says the daughter would need to train all to herself to move her stuff up to Preston Uni. That's why our car is bursting at the seams with pots, pans, <laughs> beddings. We'll see her next at Christmas. We'll miss her. We've got phones, woman. <laughs> Where are they going to? Preston's not very far. Prest- it's in Lancashire. Lancashire. Yeah. It's the biggest aspid district in the world. It's near to Blackpool. Oh, God. To change, in fact, at Preston sometimes. Get, get extra locks for the doors. OK, get extra locks for the doors. No, that's fine, actually, but it's... it's uh, we're only in September, October, November. It's only three months. Less than three months till you see her again. Yes, she'll be a different long. woman. She'll come back. She'll be bolshy. It'll be terrible. They all, the moment they all stay away from home, they become independent. And don't students not wash? They don't wash, do they, apparently? Sorry? They don't wash. They don't wash, they and they all drink, and they eat lots of beans. Yes, and packets of crisps. And packets of crisps, and they, and they fight, and, and they go down like, Okay, y'all, you know, we're going to, like, smoke a cigarette. <laughs> and then they watch, you know, the door melting or something. And I've got a client who follows Mark Almond <clears throat> obsessively. All oh, right. Yes, I had somebody like that once. And she comes in and bu- she knows all his concerts, all where he's appearing, all over the United Kingdom. All oh, right. And then buys all her train tickets in bulk with a big list and says, no, I need to be in Birmingham at that time, but the next day he's doing Manchester. Now, how am I going to get from Birmingham to Manchester? Oh, right. Unbelievable. Never. Uh, on drugs or something? No. She, mad. she has never missed one of his concerts, no. ever. Well, see, the trouble is, I, I think that people would sort of... Uh, uh, Tom Jones used to get the same fans. Uh, my fans used to follow me everywhere, used to say. And, um, and they used to throw knickers. Now they actually request gifts of towels and cigars. It's actually better. There's no point in throwing your knickers on the stage. I mean, to be honest with you, it's just not possible. Well, I couldn't even knickers. get them off. <laughs> yes, because you don't <laughs> wear any. We're well, <laughs> well, not in bed, anyway. Steve, I'm happy that Paddy won because he's Irish. I didn't understand a word he said. Was that Irish he was talking? I don't know what he was talking. It was interesting last night because I knew he was going to win because every time, you know, they had eight people in the house. It went on yeah. for two hours. Oh, it was boring. Went on and on and on. And you knew by the cheers mm. that he was going to win. Yeah. Old dad, isn't it? I think they just did it to wind everybody up. Quarter past six. News headline, Sam Pittis. Thank you, Steve. Police in New York City have received a credible... 7.3. 19 minutes past uh, six. So have you ever... Obsessively followed a celebrity. 
or, up, or what, you have a passion about something. 84850 LBC973. Uh, Vince says, to use or threaten violence to secure entry to a premises when you know somebody's on the inside resisting the entry, even if you're the lawful occupier, and uh, the squatter inside is a criminal offence, Criminal Law Act 1977. It's just impossible now, isn't it? I mean, the government really needs to get this sorted out as quick as possible. Uh, the how low for today, let me just remind you, uh, this is the Apple iPad 2 and the leather smart cover. This is the second-generation iPad. Two cameras. Talk face-to-face with a friend. Take photos and record your own HD movies. I'll give you the leather smart cover as well that not only protects the iPad, but transforms into a perfect stand for surfing, gaming or watching movies. person with the lowest unique bid will win. Lowest bid in pence that nobody else makes. Hammer comes down 7am this morning. So, to play this one, you text LBC... Followed by your bid in pence and send it to treble eight two one. So if you want to bid two pound nineteen, you text LBC two one nine and send that to treble eight two one. If you want to bid twenty seven pence, okay, uh, you text LBC twenty seven and send it to treble eight two one. This competition finishes at seven a.m. this morning. You must be over sixteen. Entries are limited and cost one pound fifty plus your standard network rate. Go to lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions. Um, there's a great big river race taking place as well. This is on the 17th of September, so we're not that far away. This is great days on the river. The Viscount is going from the Isle of Dogs to Ham. And it's going to take about four hours. It's £27 for adults, uh, or £12 for children. Or the MV Connaught is going from Richmond to Hammersmith, back to Richmond. That leaves at 1.30 and arrives back at six o'clock. That's £28. That sounds nice, doesn't it? Mm. More information on Destination Richmond dot co dot uk destination richmond dot co dot uk and you'll find all the uh, all the details there for you i went to brinsworth yesterday and picked up some lovely programs from a lovely lady called jean who's got some great stories of her with with tommy cooper and uh, the girls up at brinsworth were saying because I, I bumped into lorraine and uh, all sorts of people actually but uh, i know there's a lady called joy francois who will be listening this morning morning joy she apparently gets up every morning at 5am to listen to the programme. So she'd just have fallen out of bed at the moment, I should imagine. Going, I got a mention on the programme. You certainly did, Joy. Everybody was talking about you. So, Joy Francois, it's your day today. Nick Ferrari at seven. Justin King, CEO at Sainsbury's. They're in the, in the papers today because they're not pursuing a million pounds claims for damages on the insurance company. They've said, no, let the little shops in the community go for it. So they're not claiming it. That's good. That's good, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, the money in the coffers there yes. for the shops who had all that damage done to them. Because the big boys can just get it repaired, can't they? Yeah. There was a nice picture, actually, yesterday about the lady who helped uh, clean up, I think it was in the Clapham area, and Denham, Devon gave them a... No, 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 she uh, she fought off uh, the uh, looters. Yes, she fought off one of the yes. looters, and they gave her yeah. a sort of a... Put all the brooms together, and she sort of marched through, which was lovely. And you've got to watch out for David Walliams if you're going on either of those boat trips. That Steve has mentioned this morning because he is still, despite his bad tummy, swimming oh, apparently along so. the Thames. And uh, in fact, the, the bad tummy is doing him rather well because more and more people are sending money to the sports related oh, thing good for them. because um, they're, they're, they're you know thinking that the, the man's sort of doing so well. Yeah, he does do well, doesn't he? He does do well, but I wouldn't want to swim in the River Thames. I don't care what they tell me. Andy in Thamesmead says, "I want to be the first person to wish Noreen a happy birthday for Saturday." I think you're about the three hundredth. <laughs> My fiance Ingrid is meeting her at the end of the month for their hen night. We're getting married in Glasgow in October. And can I say hello to my sister, Helen, in Toronto, who's giving birth as we speak and listens to you every day on the internet radio. Push! Push! Oh, 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 I can't listen to Steve Allen this morning. Oh! 
Here's Steve being very funny in London. She goes, oh, the pain, the agony. Is that you having a child? It's me having a child. <laughs> sure sign I'm a man. Maureen in Shepparton says uh, she's off to the zoo today with four friends. And, um... It's going to be a nice day for, for that. Yes. Lovely and, lovely and warm. There's only her as well, poor old Maureen and Shepard. It's her birthday today, so bless her souls. She's, uh, she's all by herself, so happy birthday. And any more news on the Christmas show? Um, we, we're sort of getting there. We're sort of getting there. Are we? Yeah. They, they've changed the terms and conditions at the Mermaid, which is, uh, which is a shame. My passion is house music. Yes, I play music in my house, too. It's quite I love nice. house music. Do you play Mantovani? <laughs> That's very good. Wondering when John will let me DJ in his room, says Johnny Bravo. He won't, OK? No. He won't. I haven't I got think the budget. TPT is gorgeous, but I don't stalk her. That's Tara Palmer Tomkinson. She's off her trolley. Someone scratched her car the other day, didn't they? Oh, did they? Yeah, she was left there, standing oh. there, gazing at this. I think someone slashed it. Oh. Not nice. Not filth. to do. Filth. Uh, wish my sister-in-law, Maureen... Well, it's the same one. A very happy birthday from Maria. Is that Maureen and Shepperton who thinks she's all by herself? It's the same one. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And meanwhile, we've only just done the how low. I've only just done it. Well, it, the last time I did it, within two minutes, and then she goes, do the how low again. I thought, we've just done it. <laughs> we only did it two minutes ago. And uh, did you see Richard O'Sullivan at Brinsworth? No, I didn't this time round. I didn't. Oh. And uh, a massive hero, says Debbie, of mine, of many people. But how I did many, talk about Joy Francois. Okay. How many people are there in Brinsworth? Um, I think about 40. 40? I they, think so, yes. They've got their own rooms? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and so what do they get? They get... A room. Yeah, I know. Do they get meals? Yes, everything. 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 Absolutely and, and everything. funded, isn't it? It yes. comes from a charity. All fund. the Entertainment Artists Benevolent Fund. The, the money from the Royal Variety Performance goes to Brinsworth and another house. It's split between them. Plus, also, if people go in there... I mean, sometimes it's people who've fallen on hard times. Mm. Sometimes people have some money and they, and, and they can actually sell a house, then that goes to Brinsworth. They get all their meals, they've got a bar. And nice got grounds? A, yes, I mean, some of, the, some of the people in there are very old, mm. and, you know, very ill. And yeah. they get... I think that there's two staff to every person in there. That's you won't amazing. find a bigger bunch of uh, dedicated people. I mean, it's, it's a lovely house. It's a lovely... And it's and got nice grounds? Very small. Very oh. small, because they've built in the back garden... And um, and so there are flats there, and the house is very deceptive. You look at it at the front, and it's on the main road as you go out of Twickenham, going past the green, and and it goes back a bit. So they've they've got to the left hand side a dining room. They've got kitchens, and, and then the house goes back, 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 and they've got special bath, and all the rooms are named named after celebrities. Lovely. So you get a little room, you get your television mm. stuff in there, and everybody's looked after. A private own bathroom. Um, not necessarily, no. They might share. They, they share, but, but it's assisted bathing, so they've got all the technology in there to get yeah. people in and, and out of baths. Yes, you. and yeah. people can help. But um, some people are very ill, you yeah. know, because they're, they're people in entertainment who've fallen on, you know, sometimes hard times, or, yeah. you know, things haven't gone right for them, or, or, or whatever it happens to be. And people always It's always think, a waiting list. Yeah, I'm sure there are. And people I'm always think... i go there myself. <laughs> yes, we're going to have a room <laughs> named after you, at least. <laughs> um, people always think, don't they, that people working in the entertainment industry always earn loads and loads and loads and loads of money. But, of course, there are so many people that don't No, they didn't. Lots of money. No, they didn't. Well, I mean, classic example is Barbara Windsor. You yes. know, all, Barbara's, you know, stuff was, was all in the days when they didn't earn a lot of money no. for movies. Carry on, they got nothing for carry No, on they, got, films, they get nothing they? for the repeats now. No, nothing at all. So all, all the stuff she's made, she's made, you know, recently. Yeah, she's had to television. work for it. Like, I'm talking to Joan Collins later on today. Uh, Joan, eh? And Joan is 78. I mean, I can't believe... I mean, she does look fantastic. She looks amazing. She does look amazing. Mm. And, well, so Barbara, and Barbara looks fantastic, and she's over. <laughs> yes, you know. so many people are. In fact, somebody saw Joan on an aeroplane recently, 
and uh, she has this wonderful thing. She gets on, and I think you'll find that she'll have a red wine or a glass of port, and then she goes to sleep. And then an Don't hour before, her. the stewardess or crew member will wake her up. She pops into the loo, does her face beautifully, mm. comes out, looks sensational, and cuts off the plane. I'm the same. I get woken up, cheese and pickle sandwich, straight to the loo, do my face, but I- come out the loo... Still look, dreadful. McCall. Still look <laughs> dreadful, I'm afraid. And, and that's because Amanda doesn't mix your egg white. You see, she should mix egg white, but I know, I know. Well, she, the trouble is, I had a rummage through a bag the other day, and she's got some lippy in there. I thought, oh, I could try that on. I'd look quite good. But you're right. You see, that's the, that's, the, that's the different thing. You know, men working on aircraft, unless you've got a suntan, you're going to look pale and washed out, a bit like Jedward. But the women can go on there and sort of apply a bit of lippy, and the <laughs> hair's tied back, so everybody looks the same. Yes, but let me tell you that quite a few of those gentlemen that work on those aeroplanes, they're quite capable of putting on a little fake tan oh, in the toilet. Oh, I have no doubt about it you know, whatsoever. They, they get on in L.A. looking pale and arrive in London looking like they've been to Saint-Tropez in yeah. August. Yes, I, I have seen all the, all the programmes. But it is, if you are working mm. like they do, you do need to look after yourself. And, and people want to see you look refreshed because if a passenger who looks all sort of grumpy gets up and sees the crew looking better, they feel better themselves. Yeah. I have to, yes, yes. But I know that Joan does look good. I, I only met her years ago. Biggins introduced me to her a long time ago. Long time. And she's playing the Leicester Square Theatre. She's got a book out as well. Uh, Jan says, talk about money. When I was young, I used to fantasise about what I'd have when I grew up and had money. I wanted central heating, a never-ending supply of chicken in the fridge and soft toilet paper. Instead of that hard, grease-proof stuff. <laughs> I Eisel. I know, yes. Eisel, now please wash your hands. I mean, <laughs> I mean the, 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 the day that we all went to Andrex, I tell you, it was a changed <laughs> family, ladies and gentlemen. My passion is Elvis, says Lynn. And Sunday I went to the Queen's Theatre in Hornchurch to see the Elvis years with Mario Cumbo as Elvis. The show was fantastic and amazing. Third time at the Queen's and it sells out as soon as the tickets go on sale, much like yours. I would recommend the show to any Elvis fanatic who have no chance now to see the real thing. Uh, I'm next London cabbie, unemployed for three and a half years due to illness and unlikely to work again at 52. Any share of your lotto winnings would be appreciated, says Adeline. What is it with everybody after my money? You're getting the begging I've letters already. I've only got 126 million to share. It's just not enough money to save. Well, it's, it's I, I mean, I'm going to get by. I don't know how, but I'll just have to scrimp and save. Maybe you could get Saturday's lotto as well and just sort of add a little bit now, to it. Now, what would be the chances of that happening? The, the winning the two. Can that you imagine? That would be lovely. I would amazing. love that. So let me just remind you very quickly again of that uh, destinationrichmond.co.uk for the uh, spectator boats because they're, they're doing a rowing. I know that Bruce is going to be... He's 77. He's the only person I know who swims in the Thames at Twickenham every day. He's 77. He? Even my friend Graham said he doesn't look 77. He's about, looks about 50-something. But uh, you, you, you can watch these people rowing this route, but you, you can go the easy bit on the on the boat. Money goes to a very good charity, which I'll tell you about uh, after the news, which is coming up very shortly. Because if you have just woken up, you're listening to LBC 97.3. It's nice to have you company this uh, Friday morning. Steve Allen's early breakfast. Uh, the news at 6.30 now. So the Great River Race 2011, 21 miles from London Docklands to Ham in Surrey. This is the UK Traditional Boat Championship. Sunday the 17th of September starts at 1.40 and it's destinationrichmond.co.uk is the website. You can book the boats. So you can either go Richmond, Hammersmith, Richmond or you can go Isle of Dogs to Ham, which takes off at, takes off, sorry, floats away at uh, five past one and uh, gets to Ham at 4.35. It's a lovely thing to do, actually. And uh, the boat that... Um, that, that Bruce is, is in, it's called Robin, R-O-B-Y-N, and they're raising money for Ellery Hall Social Club, which is Teddington Social Club for pensioners. He says, all offers appreciated. I think I might, at 77, be nearly the oldest rower, certainly the only stupid one that swims the Thames every morning. 
Madness. Madness. I used to row in the Thames at Kew. My school's, um... Really? We used to row every week. Oh, right. Yeah, it was quite hard. It's hard. I used to do that in January when it's freezing cold. He's 77. He didn't look 77. Though. I was 17. And You've I was never rowing. never been 17. I was. I was You've 17. You've never been 17. Do you know, I was 17 for a whole 12 months. Really? The whole 12 months. Lord, honestly. Then I turned 18. My friend Paul Cooper's a big fan of Joan Collins... And he says, I'll put it politely, he'd very much like to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't quite say that. I'm a fan of Jane Collins. We share the same birthday, by the way. Really? It's not the same year. Oh, right. But we are the same birthday. And I was named after one of her husbands, yeah. Anthony Newley. Anthony Newley. Uh, Jan, from the Queen's Theatre in Hornchurch... We love Jan. ...says, no matter which show sells out at the Queen's, you will hold the record forever for the fastest sellout time... Two hours, 20 minutes. Amazing. We sold out, the Queen said. First time we did it, she says, happy holiday to Noreen, who's a great comfort to me. And uh, we love you loads, Jan. We love it. Two hours, 20 minutes to even sell out. Even Lady Gaga can't do that. They can't. Even Cliff Richard can't sell no. out that fast. Which, which is very interesting, actually, because I think we had people queuing. By mm. the time Jan got to work, there was a queue around the block. But, and there were people queuing for returns. Yes. You know, they're early, early, early. Do you remember that lady? We had a lady, Jan. I'm, I'm, I know I've told you this before. And she came to the Shaw Theatre to see us. And she queued at three o'clock in the morning. We had a cab driver who said, there's people outside the box office at the Shaw Theatre at three in the morning. And she, when she turned up to the show, she had a hospital band on. Oh, I remember her. She, do you remember she was in hospital? Yeah, she was lovely, that lady. And she died, sadly. I know she did. And that was, that was really sad. I... And I'd said to her in the front, I said, what are you doing here? What's that hospital? She said, I couldn't, I couldn't not come and see you. She said, I said, you're supposed to be in hospital. You must go back to hospital. I helped her into her taxi yeah. afterwards. I remember really she was sweet. a lovely, lovely lady. So in uh, Southgate says, good luck with the Euro draw. Will you stop it with the Euro <laughs> draw tonight? 126. Listen, the only person I'm giving money to is her next door. That's the only person. You just said you'd give... You said it live on air. You're giving what? me some money. Yeah, well... A pittance, oh, I noticed. It's 20, after all 10, my years of I'll give, you. I'll give you 10,000. It's gone down. Five now, because Look. you're still... Mo Listen, <laughs> the more you moan about it, the less you get. <laughs> I think you're quite mean. Do you know that the wealthiest woman in Australia is worth £6.6 .6 billion? Pounds? Now, she could Now, me. that's rich. That's I'm very, talking to a lady next week, ladies and gentlemen, who is the 16th richest woman in this country. Mm. And she has £166 million. Pounds, and she is the author, Barbara Taylor Bradford. Oh, yes. Her first novel, which was Woman of Substance, sold 35 million copies around the world. I don't think I've ever talked to anybody that rich. Very, very, very rich. I think she'll be very down to earth. Yeah, I bet she is. Yeah, she'll be very, very down, down to, to earth. earth. Uh, it's no, that's Maureen and Romford's birthday today, says Maria. <laughs> These birthdays everywhere. Uh, so Justin King is with Nick Ferrari, and this Sunday, of course, as you know, marks the 10th anniversary of 9-11. You can join Nick as he looks back at the tragic events that shook the world, and hears from key figures about how they remember it. He'll be speaking to the Labour MP Tessa Jowell, who was charged with looking after the arrangements for the 67 British victims of the attack, and hearing from former Police Commissioner Lord Ian Blair, London Mayor Boris Johnson and many others. Also joining Nick in the studio from Sainsbury's, Justin King, will be giving his views on the day's top news stories. 21 minutes to seven is the time. Now, Boris Johnson beat David Cameron in a game of doubles tennis the other day in Trafalgar Square. The appearance, of course, was to mark the start of the Paralympic Games ticket sales, which begin today. LBC sports reporter Phil Kittramalides has this report. Well, it's a day of exploration and celebration here at 7 o'clock this evening with the three-week window for buying tickets opening tomorrow. That's today. Phil Kittramalides uh, with the Paralympic. Will you be buying tickets? 
I think they'll sell out, not as fast as a Steve Allen show, but I think they will sell out. There's a few more to sell, I think, for that. They won't do it in two hours. They won't do two hours, 20 minutes, no. No, I think we we do hold a record on that one, Jan, for which I'm eternally (laughs) grateful. So have you ever obsessively followed a celebrity? Or have you got a passion? You know, heard about a passion for Elvis Presley Aaron, which is why we weaved and wove into the programme, the Queen's Theatre. So I'd love to know what your passion is, or if you've ever obsessively followed a celebrity. 84850 LBC973 uh, or steve at uh, Other stories on the page, apart from the 126 million tonight, I really hope I don't win it actually now. I hope <laughs> you don't. Because to be honest with you, be it's, it's going to be more, more trouble than it's worth. I've I'm already have, written my begging oh, letter. I'm have people, in four languages. People phoning up and going, I'm sure you said that uh, you'd give me some money, Steve. There's uh, doggy outfits now with a Jurassic Park look. This is people who dress their, their £20 each. They're created from foam and padded headpiece. You can dress your dog up as a Stegosaurus or a dinosaur. And to be honest with you, I think it's nothing short of stupidity. Ridiculous. I think it's absolutely the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Almost as bad as that woman who sprays her dog's different colour, pink, blue, green. Yeah. You know, I wish somebody would spray her pink, blue and green, actually, and walk Silly. her around on a lead. Absolutely mm. awful. Dogs I just... are dogs, and that's it. Well, there's this picture they're of the as lovable as they are. It's just... Oh, it's just, don't be so it's just silly, disgusting. Silly, silly, to be honest silly. with you, I don't know why the RSPCA are very concerned when somebody goes mm. away on holiday and leaves a goldfish in a bowl. Why aren't they concerned about people humiliating? You're not supposed to dress them up like this. No. It's stupid. It's like people... I told you once, I sat on the bus. I'm looking at this girl sitting on there, and uh, I'm thinking, she's slightly odd. Anyway, opens her coat. She's got a little dog sitting in there. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's one of those well, dogs... Well. W- well, it was something like that, whatever it was. And they walk along with them in little handbag things. You mm. think, put it on the ground. I know, but sometimes... It walks, it's got legs. But if you're on a public transport, it's better to keep a little dog like that into it. Yeah, but she bag. got off there and it stayed inside the coat. <laughs> like it was some baby or something. Like an accessory, you mean. It was, it was an, an accessory, dog. yes. Yeah. What was, was accessory. The, what was the name of the dog in Mary Poppins? The dog. Do you remember? Um, it used to wear a kind of a tartan it was, it, coat. It had a, a butch name, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a little dog. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. Was it, wasn't was Bert, was it? No. No, Bert was Bert. Yeah. <laughs> Toto was the one in The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. The dog in Mary Poppins. Yeah. Anybody? Was oh, was it, it wasn't Angus? Timothy? Timothy? It, whatever it was, I, th- I thought it was, a, it was a boy's name. Yeah, but Angus is a boy's name. It was something like Angus or... No, is it? Oh. Something. I Anybody remember. knows? Let us know. I can see her walking along the uh, road with it. You know. So the uh, the final, uh, the final of uh, a Big Brother finish last night, which is lovely. Oh, Diane of Elstree, which is Noreen, a happy birthday. She said, I've been to a couple of shows with her and I wonder whether you might play your banjo to mark the occasion. Having seen you with it on stage but never quite getting around to playing it, I find myself wondering whether you can. I think that's heresy. I think you can be you can be drowned for suggesting things like that. Definitely. So, um, well, no, we have wished Noreen a very happy birthday. And, Diane, I know that you two go back a, a long way. And uh, now you've got the new big brother. There's a guy who made lots of sex tapes and says Katie Price fancies him. That Peter Andre going back in again. Yeah, it's all the other one. What's a the hunk other one? who big brother's Ashleen Horgan Wallace turned down for Nookie. It's all the degenerates, I'm afraid. Harry Potter actress, who is pals with Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson. Sexy ex-miss Manchester, who's been on our page three. A lad who sleeps with his teddy. A vegan who hates clothes, they don't let her breathe. A lad who once trekked around Italy dressed as a monkey. A strip club girl who earns cash without dancing. A toff who thinks there's nothing wrong with fox hunting. A lass who's related to one of Sky One's tough gladiators. 
Powder puffs, you mean. Fella who left home at 15 to make his own way as life. Vain girl who had a makeover on Snog, Marry or Avoid. They're always the ugly ones. Have you seen that programme? You generally want to avoid them even after the makeover. Yeah. They're saddos. Daddy's girl who loved designer clothes and a bisexual guy who likes sex outside, apparently. Well, outside of our window. <laughs> I'm really not sure I can go out today. It's, I find it all a little bit worrying. So, in other words, it's another <clears> bunch of sad, desperately lonely has-beens with no talent whatsoever, but uh, nobody will be watching that one. And I tell you what, Amy Charles last night so wanted to win that, but if you noticed about she her... She was so useless. She looks like Miss Piggy. She it's spent most hair. of the programme going around with two rollers in the front of yes, her hair. And I kept thinking, why don't you just develop a personality, dear? Because, frankly... To come forth is called losing badly. Quarter to seven. News headline, Sam Pittis. Thank you, Steve. A credi- credible but unconfirmed... From seven. Morning, every 12 minutes to uh, seven. Deirdre in Singapore says, if you win the lottery, and believe me, I now don't want it, and you want to leave the country, please consider coming to Singapore. I'll make sure you and your shower chair will get enough coconut water to bathe in daily. It won't cost too much, about £150,000 or thereabout, so I can expand my coconut grove to ensure your uninterrupted supply of coconut water. How lovely. You see, that's, you see pe- people think about me in, in a caring sort of way. <laughs> I'm using coconut butter. Moisturizer. Oh, that's very good. On, yes. the, on my body. At yes, the moment. I. Oh, <laughs> don't say that. That's too much information. Like that. I don't need to hear that. Just because it's the white shirt day. We're yeah. both wearing white Why shirts. Why are you wearing by coconut butter? Why are you putting it on? Oh, it's lovely. It's beautiful. It's because if you, your skin gets drier as you get older. And, yeah, but uh, put it this way, you have parchment. It's. <laughs> a little, I mean, you need quite a bit of coconut butter for that one, aren't you? I have bought coconut butter before. They sell it in Costco. Three tubs three of tubs, it. Three tubs. Yes, wonderful. Yes. Yeah, this is lovely. You should ask me. I, I can. Give you I've the got stuff big, I big got. slab of it, and then just rub it all over. Oh, it's very nice. to do it Morning and night. I did it before I came on. Queasy this morning. I did it before I came on the program. Oh, that's just enough. So I looked la, moist la, la, for you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the Apple iPad Two. You've now only got eleven minutes left to get those quick bids in. So the last one went for twelve p. No, the phone went went for twelve p. I think the last iPad went for something like one pound something. Really stupidly low prices. Uh, this is the second generation iPad which is lovely, 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 and it's got the two cameras, it's thinner, lighter design, it's, it's fantastic HD videos you can watch on it, you can do everything, and I'll give you the leather smart cover that protects it, just over the front, it's connected by magnets, really strong magnets, very nice indeed, hammer comes down 7am this morning, to play this one you text LBC, followed by your bid in pence, send to treble eight two one to bid 99 pence, you text LBC 99 and then send it to treble eight two one to bid... 19 pence. You text LBC 19 and then send to treble 821. So you text LBC and then... 46 pence. 46 pence, if you're going for 46, and send it to treble 821. Competition's going to finish in 10 minutes' time. Got to be over 16. Entries are limited and cost £1.50 plus your standard network rate. Go to lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions. 10-hour battery life and a 9.7-inch high-resolution LCD screen. It's really lovely. I mean, they do go... They do go very low. Um, You'll be like that, actually, by Christmas, by the Christmas show. Well, listen, if, if I win £126 million, I'm going to buy everybody one of these iPad 2s. But, but will you be thinner, lighter, and have a 10-hour battery life? I'll let you know at the show. <laughs> <laughs> Probably never. Uh, another one here, very quickly, this is from uh, Stephen. He says, I've been obsessed with Madonna for over 25 years. I've seen her 25 times in concert. Is that obsessive? 
Um, it is. That's quite obsessive. It is quite quite obsessive. Quite a few people were obsessed with Dolly Parton, actually. I yes, saw on Facebook yes. yesterday. People said, oh, I'm at the O2 and it's Parton mania. Part Everyone was mad to see Dolly Parton. Yeah. And I have met her and she is yeah. quite lovely. And the good news is at Brinsworth there are no rooms named Kerry Katona or Katie Price. <laughs> yes. <They're, laughs> they only do proper celebrities. So I think Barbara Windsor's got a room there, uh, which, is, which is good. Well done. Uh, 84850, steve at uk. Uh, the dog in Mary Poppins was called, says Colin. Angus? No, but you're, you're, you're on the rough uh, lines. Ah. Andrew? Yes. Yes, Andrew. I knew it was something. So I was close. Yes. Good. Uh, one here. 17th of September is a Saturday, not a Sunday, as previously mentioned. Um, I, I hope it is anyway. It's my wedding day, says Darren, in Welling Garden City. And uh, not Stuart, get that wrong. Yeah, he says, I know you love to name drop. Have you ever been starstruck? No, of course not. Of course not. I always like meeting people, but uh, but never... Uh, I mean, Julie Andrews a little bit. Oh, yeah, come on. Because it is it is Julie Andrews. What about um, the other lady who I liked? Um, Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds. Were you starstruck slightly? No, not as much with Debbie. I mean, I love Debbie. We, we, we love Debbie Reynolds. She was so down to earth. Julie Andrews had an aura about her. I cannot describe what it is. I just sort of sat there... And and I just kept thinking... It's Maria von Trapp. It's Maria von Trapp. <laughs> it's, Mar- it's Mary Poppins. We sort of sat there and, and I just looked at her thinking, God, there's so much I want to say to you because mm. you've been so much a part of my life. But I think there are millions of other people and she must get used to people dribbling. So I sat there dribbling, I'm afraid. Literally. Uh, Mickey Rooney I met once. Yes, I'd like to talk... Well, I tried to get him, mm. but he's, he's very old now. He's 80-something. Yes, he very but old. But now, he, he was big, big Hollywood star. And he is very big. famous. And when you meet him, you suddenly go... Oh, my God, that's, you know, and it's quite, it yes. takes you away. Everybody knows the name of the dog is Andrew, except us, it seems. Yes. Thank you. Blast Jen blast. says, I followed Sean Connery around Selfridges, scared to ask for his autograph, got escorted off the premises. I don't think Sean Connery is very good at doing that kind of thing, autograph. So he's not a very approachable person, is he? No, he, we, we, we used to do a piece in uh, New York on celebrities, and he's not the most popular celebrity. No, he isn't. He's, 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 he's quite He's grumpy. a very private celebrity. Yes. I always thought, actually, he was never acting. <laughs> No. Because he played a Russian patterns. commander with a Scottish accent, didn't yes, he? And he that did. red or whatever it was thing. Yeah. Uh, Sue has never followed right. a celebrity, but I have thought they were insecure and needy. Then last week I saw somebody quite famous who's enjoying himself. Shane Lynch from Boyzone was at the Ford 100 Years in the UK celebration, driving people around the test track. Most people hardly noticed him. He had a huge grin on his face. Uh, and it's our wedding anniversary today, say Jessica and Alex. 16 wonderful years. My husband uh, was diagnosed with cancer earlier this year, and he's only 44. Oh. So say hello to us. Well, hello. Oh, Congratulations on Many, many years. more of those. Many, many more of those. OK, six minutes to uh, seven. Who would you like to meet? Nobody. No one? Nobody. No? No. no. About the person... Wouldn't you like to meet no, some other person that wins the lottery tonight? No, I, w- no, I definitely <laughs> wouldn't want to meet them. <laughs> Because I'll just be going, the trouble you've caused me. <laughs> <laughs> Give them all your letters you've had this morning. Yes. How much people you're gonna Clive, Clive is a poor pensioner living in Sri Lanka. I have to pay for all my drugs and being a diabetic. Can you see me OK with, with about £10 million? Well, at the end of this programme, Clive, you're still going to be a poor pensioner living in Sri Lanka, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry about that. I would say better to be a poor pensioner living in Sri Lanka than one in London, where yes. things are much, much more expensive. Yes. Or Paris. Although, to be honest, the amount of food we throw away, you're never going to run out of food on the streets of London, I are you? I don't throw food away from my new fridge. No. It keeps things way past itself, I think, perfectly well. Yes. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of being quite good with food. I mean, <laughs> I did have the tagliatelle the other night, which I'm not, not wildly keen on. I shan't have it again, because I think it's 
dreadfully dull. <laughs> it really is. I can't be Italians be any more imaginative <laughs> with food. You make your own. I oh, make my own sauce. Why? It was boring enough eating it. Somebody else making it. <laughs> let alone doing anything like that. I love making my own sauce. Nancy Delusional pasta. claimed to fame. I've had two <laughs> relationships and bored the pants off everybody. She thinks that uh, her appearance on Strictly Come Dancing will make her bigger than the X Factor. Sadly not, dear. People think you're mad as a brush. She could be out in a week. Oh, I do hope so. Would you? Oh, Lulu would be good. So. Lulu would be very good. Edwina Curry will be mm. very good, I think. Not my um, favourite person. No, uh, what Edwina? No, oh, I've met her on a few occasions. I, I, I quite like her. She's a bit. She's a bit feisty. I yeah, like. I like feisty. You could, whereas you whereas Na- Nancy is a little bit. Oh, look at me! Look at me! Because I'm so pretty. Yeah, that's why you have to, you know, hang around with these old men because <laughs> they're obviously impressed by this this kind of this sort of quasi act. I don't know what she talks about all the time because she's so obsessed with herself. It must be a bit difficult. She talks about herself. She talks about herself in. Yeah. Third party. I think I look 30. No, you don't, do You look about 70. I was amazed when somebody said you were only 50. She's older than 50, isn't she? She's 50, apparently. Oh. You're, you're 50, I mean, that's why. What, the re- plus V18? Look at Joan Collins. Joan Collins looks better than Nancy Delusional, whose claim to fame is she's over here and bored everybody senseless, but I'm afraid. Joan is, is sophistication. Yes. And she was brought up in a time where... You know, she probably did walk around the rank studios with a book on her head for deportment yeah. to look after herself. Yeah. Well, we all did these books on the head. Order. You still do. I still do that now. That's why you look marvellous in the morning, you see, because you've got no hair. Now, if you had hair like me... Well, I've got no hair. Well, you haven't got me. much hair. I don't hair. Really need that kind of fighting talk. We've got, <laughs> got the kind of hair that ne- looks like a sort of a, yeah. a mop in the morning when you wake up. Well, mine's a little bit tousled. I wouldn't actually call it a mop, but tousled. Four minutes left! To have a go for the uh, the how low today for the Apple iPad. Come on, come on. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, somebody might have the winning bid already. Who knows? I feel very sorry for today, um, Francis and Chris Huntingford. They actually built their house in Mendlesham Green in Suffolk. Unfortunately, it's too close to the neighbours, so they've been told to pull it down. Oh, they spent no. £250,000. It was 16 feet away from where it should have been. And you know what the council are like. So they've told them to pull it down. He's saying, I'm going to sue for compensation. It's been approved. Oh, if yeah. it's been approved, yeah, then... The plans might have been approved, but have they approved where? That's, well, that's the problem nowadays, isn't it? You must it? put boundaries on it, mustn't you? Yes. If it's been approved. Yeah, I, th- I suppose so, yes. Well, I had some work done and it was approved. Yes. In my basement. Yes. I had a converted basement. You know, I've got a conversion in my Yes, house. I know. I mean, John is so... He doesn't need the money. £2,000 I'm cutting it down to if I win tonight. <laughs> be £2,000. Think yourself very lucky. I'm still talking to you. <laughs> Listen, that's it for this morning. Uh, in conversation this week at nine o'clock, Martin Clunes and Sharon Gless. Very exciting. Nine o'clock on Sunday evening. But I'm back Sunday in the daytime. There's a repeat of last week's in conversation between six and seven in the morning. And uh, then Jane Milligan's in doing the papers. So we've got, uh, got quite a busy weekend and uh, lots to do, lots to talk about. John, thank you very much. My pleasure. John will be back next week with us on uh, LBC. No, right. Oh, you know, you're not here next week. I don't think so. OK. You're not getting um, £1,000 now. You're <laughs> down to 1000 It's not going to give you any I'm money at all. I'm going somewhere really nice. Lovely. Good. <laughs> yes. He's going to win the lottery tonight. <laughs> Somebody will win it. I don't, I don't think anybody will win. £126 million. We'll wait and find out. But I'm back with you Sunday. Lots of nice things happening on LBC today. Lots of good opportunity for you to join in as well. Thank you for your company this morning. Uh, Noreen, have a very happy birthday for tomorrow. And uh, good luck to everybody who's celebrating their birthdays. Nick and the team with you after seven. The business update now with Sam Pittis. Thank you, Steve. The FTSE will open after closing up.